Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. From the quarantine episode 57 High Fives podcast, it's Moak. Hello, Nate. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm surviving. Continue I'm to do this through the interwebs. I miss yeah. the snacks. You miss you know? the snacks? I miss yeah, seeing like, you. I miss seeing you. Like in person? Yeah. Like, do you like, miss my smell, would you say? I don't know if it's a smell. I just miss that feeling that you're here. <laughs> Yeah. Although, I guess, like, this, even this episode, I'm even less dressed up than last time. I got glasses on. I, I did like see it. you're wearing pants. I did put pants on. Yeah. It's kind of fitting because there's so much longing and missing. And uh, this episode's all about the top five love songs. Yeah. Which I, I can't really believe we haven't done yet. <laughs> I have that written down in my notes here. I'm kind of shocked we didn't do this. And then I was like, <laughs> maybe we did do it and I forgot. <laughs> I think I pitched it one year for like the month of February and you were like, that's lame. And then that I does think, sound like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I think like maybe we thought about it another time and it was like, I don't know. It just seems like there's a bajillion songs out there, like especially within this genre. Yeah. I thought it was like originally I was going to go I'm like, oh, this will be easy. I'm going to go through all the pop punk songs. There'll be five quick pop punk songs. And then I, veered off that path in retrospect i probably should have stayed on the pop punk easy path but you're that kind of guy mike you don't want to take the easy path you want to you want to challenge yourself yeah i like that offbeat route yeah <laughs> so it's what i know about you yeah well, not on the beaten not on the beaten path off the beaten path What's, what is it nate off the it's off yeah it's off the beaten path yeah yeah it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not beaten off the path but <laughs> no i don't beat off on the path i just want to clear that up <laughs> i know quarantine's lonely but allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> there was that one time it, so if you didn't go the pop punk route did you go the emo route i went all over the place you know all over the map yeah wow i'm uh, excited to hear what you came up with do we do breakup songs or is that one that's been left out there too? We left that out too. Maybe that's a, that's huh. a next. <laughs> there were some obvious ones that I didn't touch. Did you? I'm guess. I'm wondering if you did. We'll see. We'll find out. We will see. We will find out. There were some ones that I, I there were some artists that I, I would pick normally, but I left out because I felt like we just, we use them a lot. Before we start, what's new with you, Nate? How's self-isolation self going for you? It's very isolating. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what they say. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's fine. Like, you know, Netflix is keeping me pretty entertained. Um, I also have the Crave platform. Um, so there's there's a lot to watch there. I'm really enjoying The Last Dance with my boy Horace. Oh, yeah. The HG. Yeah. The rat. Yeah. <laughs> a little sad that uh, that he doesn't still wear his goggles. Well, he did his time. Did he? He wasn't I feel like that's while. something you stick with forever, you know? I thought you'd be more sad about him being called a rat. <laughs> I don't think it was him. He said it wasn't him, and I got to yeah. believe what Horace says. Yeah, you got to trust the HG. Yeah, you got to. You got to. What about you? What are you doing? Same thing, just watching the TV. I'm feeling a little bit better than last time when we talked. I'm, I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with this whole thing, so I'm starting to enjoy TV and music again. And You're digging in. Digging in. I watched, I'm watching The Last Dance and uh, started re-watching Community. That was really good. And I watched that for a little while. I, I could never really get into it. Oh, if Dave's listening, he's going to lose his mind. It's like one of his top three shows of all time. Chevy Chase is in that too, right? Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. And then Dark Side of the Mat. I watched a little oh, few of those. Oh, yeah. A few of those. That's really good, that show. Yeah. I think it just depends if you knew. Like, I liked wrestling as a kid and a little bit as an adult. So if I knew the people, then it was interesting. But there's a couple of them I don't even know who the people are, so it wasn't as as captivating. It's some dark shit, man. Wrestling had some dark, dark shit. Did you watch the Dino Bravo one? That was insane. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> it was all insane. I just, I, my mouth, my jaw was on the floor watching this stuff, thinking like, this is just, this is beyond crazy. Yeah. And then I know you... uh you're missing out on your trip to Hawaii with the punk rock hot sauce baron from down under. <laughs> it was a high fives meetup. Yeah. It's a uh, first, second, maybe third official um, high fives meetup and it got canceled. It's pretty depressing. So, yeah. If you want later on, I'll take my shirt off. You can look at my pale body. I'll pretend I'm suntanning here. It's like I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> if I want. Yes, please. Well, ding dong. You got to ask. <laughs> yeah i appreciate that mike i yeah. appreciate that the other one thing i wanted to touch on before we hit the music is uh have you noticed there's like a lot of celebrity deaths is it just me or is it like amplified because of this or is it like always this way and we just don't we're not as aware like so many people this weekend alone it was like little richard betty wright and like jerry stiller roy from Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> well, they're all pretty old though too, right? So, I mean, it does fit in with the time. I mean, so that would enhance, yeah. uh, I don't know if they're all COVID related or not. No, they're not all COVID related. That's huh. the, it just seems like there's a lot of people dying. I mean, Jerry Stiller is 92, like not a young man. No, no, no. And I think. Older guy. Betty Wright was shit cancer. Okay. Little Richard wasn't a young dude either. <laughs> No, I mean, it could just be timing, right? Like, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Is it just timing? That, yeah. or are we just hyper aware of everyone dying now? So we're just like, little from yeah. column A, little from column B. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, a lot of, lot of good people died. One thing I was, uh, did you see that Simpsons clip? I, I'm sure you know where the one I'm talking about, where they're all like telling Hibbert, like they want, they want a vaccine, and Hibbert's <laughs> like, a- <laughs> that's one of my favorite. <laughs> And he says, all I could give you is placebos. And they're like, where are these placebos? And they go in, you know, rip apart this van that's got bees in it. Yeah. The killer bees. I was just like, they prophesize everything. 
So, so I, because I'm such a Simpsons nerd, I've listened to Bill Oakley talk on this a bunch of times. And he just said that like, they throw around so many ideas that are hypothetical and that like eventually stuff just lands. If you've got Who that. I ma- thought that one would land though. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole episode is like, I don't know. That's one of my favorite episodes. So I don't know. Like there's a bunch of stuff in there. The, the best part in that episode is Chief Wiggum trying to shoot the flu. I think that's even more. <laughs> that's even more real. <laughs> yeah. Cause I can just picture some dumbass being like, well, this flu's not going to get me this disease. I'm going to shoot the vid. But again, a machine gun. <laughs> Bake them away, toys. Yeah, exactly. So what have you been listening to, Nate? Well, I'm glad you asked, Mike, because I have a couple things written down here. Ooh, uh, I'm going to burn through it, though. Yeah, yeah let's, just let's a couple. Burn. I just chose a couple because there's so many. I, I've been turned on to a lot of new music courtesy of yourself uh-huh. um, and courtesy of the world of music as well. Well, there's a lot of time to listen to music. There is. There is. Uh, the first one I'm going to start out with is uh, a new band uh, called Fake Names. Have you listened to it yet? The self-titled record? I feel like I know the name, but I don't, I can't put my finger on it right now. So it's, it's Dennis Lixon from Refused and Brian Baker from Bad Religion. Okay. Yeah. That's why I know it, but I haven't listened yet. I've been yeah, looking forward to it. It's really good. It like, not what I expected at all. Um, like I expected it to have like a harder edge, um, obviously because of, you know, Dennis from Refused, but um, not that way at all. It's much more of like a, just like a straight ahead rock and roll record. Um, really good hooks and melodies. Um, and I really like Dennis doesn't scream all over it. And I really do like his voice on this one. So uh, yeah, definitely one to check out, Michael. I will. The new uh, Days and Days record, uh, Show Me the Blueprints. Uh, it's like soft gutter punk. Like it's, it's accessible gutter punk. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> Cause I, know, I don't think all gutter punk is that accessible. Um, but this is that, um, and much more produced than their previous albums. Uh, I, I like this band. Um, and so, uh, this, this record is very much, uh, similar to their, their older stuff, but I would say even more like, uh, packed with catchy melodies. Uh, it's really, you know, just a fast record. Um, and like I say, like more, more accessible than their previous, uh, their previous stuff even. And, uh, like a pretty good production value for, for a gutter punk record. And, uh, the last one I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about tonight is uh, hot mulligan. Uh, uh, you'll be fine. Love um, the hot mulligan. That's, I yeah. think that's, I think that's going to be on my like top 10 of the year for sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I was, yeah, a little bit like surprised by this record. Like it's got very much, uh, like, like an early two thousands kind of emo vibe mixed with like American football guitars and like, kind of like a tiny moving parts vibe as well. I don't know. Did you, did you get any of that? Yeah. Yeah. I would put American football and the emo thing in the same vein. I, I really like it. And there's something like oddly very nostalgic about this album that, you know, came out this year in 2020. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. Like I've been waiting for it for a while, so I'm pretty stoked on it. Did I say that was the last one? It is, but I would, oh, I, do you have, I one, have more? one more. Yeah, I, I, I just li- have one more quick one. I'd like to hear it. Okay. It's the new Strokes record. Ah, I just listened to that this morning and I liked it. The new abnormal. I really like it too. I've so the strokes has been kind of a funny band for me because the songs of theirs that I like, I really like. 
but I've never been one to like be able to really sit through a whole album. And this album is, is op- the opposite of that. Like I very much uh, enjoyed it. It kind of brings together everything I really like about this band. Um, all of their sound that I like c- put together on a record. Um, it's kind of got like a little bit of the national vibe to it. I think like it's a, it's a pretty laid back album um, and like a bit of like an eighties, like new wave vibe to it, which is kind of a departure from their previous stuff. And it's also a Rick Rubin production. I don't know if you, if you knew that or if, or if they've engaged him in, in previous records or if this is their first time with him. You know what? I don't really know. I really like the debut album by the strokes a lot. Like it's still one of those albums I can listen to front to back. And then after that, I haven't really listened to anything. Uh, I liked his solo album a little bit, or a couple of the solo album songs. I don't know if he even had a full album. And then I just kind of forgot about it. And this album is really good, but it's very different than the first Strokes album. It's just like, like you said, it's got some new wave vibe to it. It almost kind of reminds me of the Killers in a weird way too. Yeah, I could I could see that. Like uh, the melodies are good. It was, I don't know, I, I thought it was really good, but I didn't have really high expectations for it going in either. So it's got my seal of approval, like your mustache. That's also got my seal of approval. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. I like that. Uh, I, I like the compliment. That's all. That's all I can really say. Yeah. I'm glad you did. If you didn't, you're stuck with it. Yeah. And now it's out there unless you edit it out. <laughs> I'm not going to edit out a compliment, Mike. That's just crazy. It would be crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. <laughs> crazy. Carol uh, B. Crazy. <laughs> what are you listening to okay uh i have a few here because last time i was kind of phoned it in a little bit uh and like i said i've been a little bit more attentive to my music collection and there's been so much stuff that's come out that i've kind of skimmed over so i'll try to go quick uh first one's the danzig sings elvis album uh i've been waiting for this album for a long time and sadly it's kind of a disappointment <laughs> Wow. Were your expectations too high? Way too high. (laughs) Which is odd. (laughs) In my my head, he's been talking about this album for like 10 years. And like, I remember, I feel like I remember a couple demos coming out like four, four years ago, maybe. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then like, it's poorly done. Um, Really? It sounds like he recorded it on like a pirate version of like GarageBand and he didn't know how to use GarageBand. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's like kind of a shame because he's like so suited to do Elvis songs. And I, I legitimately like Elvis Presley and I legitimately like Danzig. Like I joke about Danzig, but I, I love Danzig. And I don't know. It's just, it just didn't work. Um, his cover of Always On My Mind is really good. And I almost put it on the show just because of that. But it's not good enough. It wasn't even good enough to make the cut for this. And I don't know. Maybe the Misfats will do a parody of Danzig Sings Elvis. It's probably what the world needs <laughs> to get us through this. And you think that would be better? It might be. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's got some high expectations again. Of the misfits? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, second one was a ba- is Tommy Ray's solo album. I don't know if you're familiar with Tommy Ray. I'm not, but uh, I did listen to that and I really liked it. Yeah, he's the frontman of The Cry. I don't know if you listened to The Cry at all before. They're... Nope. They're like a glam punk band. Um, so it basically Sorry, just, just glam punk? Just That's glam it. punk. Just glam. Not glam rocky glam punk? No, no. 
Okay. Some may call it glam. different. Some may call it glammy glam punk, but I, I'm not around to toss that label on anything. Like, okay. I just don't do that. I know you might just toss that kind of label on things, but oh, I wouldn't do that. I'm not a genre guy, Mike. I'm pretty, I'm pretty specific on when I toss that. <laughs> no, okay. uh, yeah, no, it's like uh, if you listen to this, you'd probably like to cry. The cry's a little bit more glam rock, and, I, and apparently, a lot of these songs were like things that weren't they didn't use for their last album. So, but I like it. it's really good power pop stuff. I check it out. The album's called First Hits Free. Uh, next up was, which is how you got me to do this podcast. Yeah. The first hit was free. Incidentally. Yeah. Uh, next band's the high sides and the album's called some pretty dark thoughts. I think this came out a few weeks ago. I'm not really sure. So it came out sometime around the start of the quarantine thing. So I don't know. It's been month. It's, it's been two months. Could have came out anywhere in between there, but it feels like weeks ago. Um, they're from Vancouver. Uh, it's like eight songs. I think it's kind of. I can't put my finger on it. It reminds me of something. And the singer kind of sounds like the Polar Bear Club singer. So hmm. I really like it. Um, and then this one's you something you shared with me. And I feel awful because I'm going to totally pronounce it wrong. But uh, it's the singer of Lost Love solo stuff. Oh, yeah. How do you say his name? Do you know? I think it's Guihelm. Guihelm. Okay. Born and Bred. Born and Bored. Sorry, not Bred. Born and Bored. Uh, I really like that album. Like yeah, it is good. I like it too. It's like it like I, whenever you hear someone from a punk band's doing like a solo folk album, you're just like, I know what that's gonna sound like, right? And it doesn't sound like that. Like it sounds like it's something different. You can still see lost love elements in it, but it's it's really cool. And I like the lyrics. I know they're kind of like maybe it's just like my mindset, but there's a lot of stuff about being stressed out and like dealing with all that kind of things. So, uh, I don't know. It's really good. And the last one is something I kind of forgot about. It's uh, Robot Bachelors, the second, third Houseboat album. Right. I don't know if you listen to Robot Bachelor ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I kind of was searching for songs for this episode, and I kept going to the, the last Robot Bachelor album. And then I forgot this one had come out because uh, it's only on Bandcamp. So I was just listening to it today and the other day, and I really like it. It's It's awesome. Uh, if you don't know about Robot Bachelor, it's the guy from the Steinways and Houseboat and Luke from the Copyrights and Noel from Rational Anthem. And there's it's pretty good pop punk stuff. Rollins core kind of stuff. Funny. Uh, next time, that, I think Bandcap's doing that sale like where like on certain days where they give all the money to the artists. Yeah, yeah, it's cool that so, they do that. So I'm just waiting for that day and then I'm going to pick it up. So that, that's what I was listening to. It was quick, except for my ranting on the Danzig album. Hey, every, he, Moke's got a rant. Yeah, sometimes just, just let, him, rant. let him rant. Let him do his thing. You yeah, know? that's it. It's like a tiger with a piece of meat in front of it. You know, you're not gonna steal that meat away. Yeah, just let it do its thing. Let it, let it finish. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, your arm gets chopped off. Yeah, that's right. Or you end up dead like Carol's husband. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> okay, the craziest thing. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this real quick. I don't know if I said this last time. If I did. You can tell me and I'll edit it out. But that, I think I shared it with you that, that uh, it was like a tweet that somebody had put out there and it was the picture of Carol with her first husband from when she was like way younger. And it's next to a picture of Jeff now. And it's like, oh shit, that's the same guy. And it says like, this was, you know, Jeff is Carol's first husband 
who she now hired to get Joe Exotic put in jail. And I'm like, that's it. That's that's the plot twist. That's the level of like uh, crazy that people have gotten now with like conspiracy theory. Hey, we got to put this picture out there. Uh, we'll put it out there on the website because it, dude, you see it and you can't unsee it. <laughs> like it's with me forever. <laughs> oh, All right, well, number one. Yeah, let's go. Let's get let's get to the picks. Let's get to your pick. My pick, and then your pick. Yeah, let's hear what you, what kind of love song you went with. Well, well, in a in a top five list about love songs, you gotta start. You gotta go to the beginning, where all great love stories start. Ultimately, Mike. Fairy tales? Yeah. Well, no, not fairy tales. This is this is a real story about love, Mike. Adam and Eve? <laughs> no, no, not there either. That oh. wasn't about love. Oh, that oh, wasn't about oh. love. This is not my uh my religion. It all starts <laughs> with a first date. Oh. Mike. Oh, I see, I see. Which is the title of this song oh. by a band called Blink 182. Oh. From the album Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Um, like I say, I think every good love story starts out with the first date. Can't you can't start love without a date. No, you can't. Um, and even though like it's got that like Blink One Eighty Two goofiness to it, like I think it perfectly encapsulates that first date like of nervous excitement. Um, I just I love this song. I love the drums on this song. It may be my favorite One Eighty Two song. I think really. And I mean the yeah one of if if. If not the favorite, one of the favorites. And I mean, the video for this is is stellar. I can't think of the video. I don't know if you remember. They had like all those shitty mustaches and oh, they were like yeah, from yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Very Spicoli-esque. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's it. That's my first pick. First that's, date. First date. That's a good one. I looked at some Blink-182. There's a lot of good Blink-182 songs for this topic. Oh, yeah. They're one of those bands that have written a, a song or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh first band i'm going with is saves the day oh nice off uh through being cool and the song's third engine um nice i was kind of think find it funny that emo songs they kind of walk that fine line between being romantic and like borderline creepy hey like if you're going through this <laughs> stuff you're like is that like is that like pining over someone or is that stalker level like yeah yeah <laughs> And I think like, especially that era of like emo pop punk, they like really like towed that line. Like some of it's a little bit creepy sounding now that you go back when you're older and you're like, that does, that's not cool. Well, I think we should all just be grateful. They had, you know, writing music as an outlet instead of finding another outlet. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also got to thinking about how, uh, how much I like saves the day and how funny it is that their abbreviation is STD. And then I was like, huh, ah. we could do a topic called with bands that have bad acronyms. <laughs> yeah. I can think of a couple right off the top of yeah. my head. Anyway, third engine is a really cool song. I like it. I love through being cool. Um, and yeah, that's a great record. I can't like recall the song, but I guarantee I'll know it as soon as I hear it. Oh, I'm sure you will. It's got, I'm or, sure I will too. You know what I like about, uh, through being cool is like the guitar lines in a lot of the songs are like, like they're killer right off the top. Like, yeah. Compared to after where they get a little bit more into like slower stuff. It's all killer. No filler, Mike. I would agree. Yeah. First date, Blink-182 and. Saves the day, third engine. 
And we're recording again, Mike. Section two. Section two. Sounds sexy. (laughs) (laughs) What is sexy about section two? Everything. (laughs) Or nothing? It's just that mustache. Maybe it's the nothingness that's sexy about it. See, just... uh... It's that mustache, but yeah. this mustache was here in section one. Yeah, I know. But now I'm just I'm just looking at it in this video and, you know. <laughs> All right. Have you seen the new Beastie Boys documentary? I have not because I don't have Apple TV. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. See, Julie just got a new phone and they give you Apple TV with your new phone because I don't think there's much on Apple TV. So it's like... Hey, here's a subscription to a channel that there's a couple shows on. But that documentary is on there, and it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. Rad. I've been. Yeah. I, I really like the Beastie Boys, so I've been looking forward to seeing it. Did you go see like so when we were younger? Like there were two opportunities, and I didn't go to either of them. I think the first one because I was like probably a little too young, and the second one was like the Hello Nasty tour, and that one that album just didn't interest me at all. I don't did they come on hello nasty because I feel like yeah. I would have I feel like I would have gone to that because I really wanted to but the other time I didn't go it was like I think we were in junior high still I'm guessing yeah I think we were just like so a little I, too young I had only been to a few concerts and at that time I had to choose between going to Soundgarden or that and I was a oh, bigger yeah I was a bigger Soundgarden fan at the time like Soundgarden was a band I was really into when I was like a kid and uh yeah, and I hadn't been to a rock concert before, and Beastie Boys, I liked, but they weren't like at the same level of liking. So I chose. I could you only didn't afford like, to go to like them. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So I chose. I chose to go to Soundgarden, which was probably like my third concert ever, maybe at the time. So you chose the Spoon Man. Yeah, it was that tour actually. I think too. Nice, super unknown. How was it? It was rad. I mean, I like again. I liked them a lot at that time and uh, they would have been my, one of my favorite bands at that moment. So another band you'll never get to see. Yeah. So good on you for taking the opportunity, Mike. Yeah. Like 13 year old Mike made the right move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the right move. Cause you can't see the beastie boys either. It's true. Right. It's true. It's um, true. Let's go with number two, section two, number two. Um, I'm just going to get this one out of the way because I'm sure a lot of people uh, are going to choose this for their list. And I say, if it's on your list, keep it on your list. You don't have to just like always, you know, find other things than the things that we pick. You can. And I like that. But you don't have to. I don't want somebody to not put a list out because they're like, oh, you picked all my favorite songs. (laughs) No one says that about your list. (laughs) Just couldn't let me have that, could you? You can't toss that out there like that. That's like... <laughs> I did. I did yeah. toss it out there, so yeah. I can do it. Yeah. I can and I did. Um, you just I took stopped it. it. <laughs> International U-Day is the song that I chose. This was my uh, low-hanging fruit when I was like... This Someone's is the low-hang, yeah. It's a gr- I mean, it's the perfect love song. It is a great song. It's, yeah. it's like one of the best punk rock love songs. Yeah, Written by sure. one of the best punk rock songwriters. For sure. Um, I mean, there's not much more you can say about it's, it's on the album, hard rock bottom, which I feel like didn't get a ton of love when that one came out. Like it was just kind of like a gloss over album, but has arguably one of their most memorable songs on it. Yeah. 
are, are you going with that version or the Tony Sly and Joey Cape version? No, I'm going with that version. I like the fast version. They're uh, both great. We're not walking down the aisle here, Mike. This is uh, this is a punk rock podcast show. So, all right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna hit it hard. Um, but yeah, I really like this song. It's it's a great song. Uh, it's it's got that like sincerity that Tony Sly brings to his lyrics. You know, where like when you read the lyrics, they could they could almost be a little bit cheesy, but like the way that he he presents them in the song, there's just that that genuineness that and that sincerity that tony sly brings to uh brings to his songs um yeah i I think this has been on many a wedding playlist probably the joey cape uh and tony sly version not so much this one i can't see grandma you know opening up the pit for this one (laughs) i it's funny because i've i do dj or i've used to dj a lot of weddings and not once did it come up and i always wondered why but i guess this song yeah but I didn't do a lot of, I guess, punk rock weddings. There's not a lot of people that that pick punk rock weddings. Songs. I think I think one of the things I like about Tony Sly's love songs too is, like, a lot of them have like that reflective quality. You know that he's writing them from the road and like, you know, kind of yearning to get home. Yeah, I think that's like one of the things that I realized about him after he died, when you started listening to the to the lyrics a little bit more, or from yeah. myself. It's like how good he was at writing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Tormented mm-hmm. guy, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There you go. International U Day, new fan. Great song. To you? All right. I'm going to go with a cover song. <laughs> All right. And it's Me First and the Gimme Gibby's version of Nothing Compares to You. What a great choice, Mike. Like, if I'm going to be honest, I think this is my, like, might be one of my favorite songs. I don't think there's a version of it that I don't like. Like, I like the Sinead O'Connor version. I like the Prince and the Family version. I like Chris Cornell's version. I like his daughter's version of it. Wow. It's gr- it's All just a, the versions. There's probably more, but it's a great song. Like, it's it's just one of those songs. And then I was, like, listening to it, and I'm like, is it a breakup song or a love song? But I think it's a love song. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I can hear the chorus, but I can't hear the whole song right now. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to get back to you. And then I have one other question for you. Do oh, you I've, know I've, I'm ready? You're ready. You're gonna. I, this is a little bit of trivia knowledge for you. Is it off? Take a break first, or is it off the fat cop uncontrollable flatulence? Because I take feel a break. like is it? I feel like I heard it on that fat comp first, and I was like, "This is amazing." And then I was like, "I can't wait for this gimme gimme zone." But I couldn't figure it out today. Take a break was the first one, right? No, take a break's like the th- the third, third one? one. Maybe oh. the, maybe the fourth one. I don't know because they did do that. They put out like some of the the unreleased ones like on comps. Like only the good die young was on uh, yeah, Punkorama yeah. two before it was ever released on one of their records. Yeah, no, this it would have been like promoting this album. I just couldn't remember. I don't know. All right, I'm not Doesn't even matter. gonna I'm not even gonna stab it. Well, Doesn't I did matter. stab at it. I'm taking it back. I don't know. All right. Let's just hear your songs. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. International U Day. No use for a name. And me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Nothing compares to you. To you.
Sorry that it took so long to write this song, but I gave up. See what a million words can't describe how it feels to know your love. Where did I go wrong? I should have told you from the start that I'm closer than you think when we're apart. Nothing that I've tried is that simple as this time.
Have you watched any uh, any live shows on the internet since we last talked? I have not. Nothing. You haven't given in, huh? You haven't broken? No, I haven't broken yet. Oh, no. You know, it's a lie. I did watch a little bit of um, Erica from Reviver. She was playing uh, ah, nice. some of her new album. So I did listen to that at work. I had it on in the background. I didn't technically watch didn't it. I didn't watch it. I watched for a few seconds, but I just had it because she's in the UK somewhere now. So it just happened to work time-wise. Gotcha. While I was working. It was we watched, good. Uh, we watched KJ do uh, do an acoustic set on the weekend. For that festival or whatever? Yeah. SBM. It was actually uh, really good. Like I've seen him do acoustic before, and I remember the first time seeing him do it, I was like, okay, I saw that. That was good. Probably don't need to see that again. Let's and, hear it for KJ. Yeah, let's hear it for KJ. But this was really good. Like I, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. And like he had his daughter uh, play uh, Miso Ramen with him. Oh, she rad. played the ukulele and he played uh, guitar and sang. And it was it was cool. Like I like that part of it. You know, like just getting to see into somebody's life a little bit more that you normally wouldn't. For sure. Um, that's something that's weird. I mean, I think we're kind of spoiled because we have KJ here. Yeah. Like, like we're just kind of grew up watching KJ all the time. So like we make yeah. jokes, make jokes about it, but he, he chicks dig it's rad and he's rad. So yeah. Like, have you ever heard a bad thing about KJ? I've never heard a bad thing about KJ. No. Solid like usually, usually when you have like people in town and if you're connected to the scene, you're going to hear some shitty things about somebody. Like I'm sure somebody said something shitty about you or me at some point. Never. But I've never heard anything about KJ. Stand up no. guy, stand up band. So we're pretty lucky with that. We are. We are. I mean, they're another band that like I, you could have picked a million songs from for oh, this for sure. topic. Um, but they were a band that I, I decided we played enough. I did the exact same thing. I had a list of them and then I was like, you know what? I play KJ's on here a lot. We don't need to put them on. But a million songs yeah. that could be on here. Um, this is my kind of homage, though, to uh, Chicks Dig It and Masked Intruder was another one. Read a lot of love songs. For uh, sure. Arguably creepy love songs, but not emo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like I say, I didn't want to pick them because we've used them a lot. And this felt like kind of that low-hanging fruit for for the, the, the topic. Um, so... Of the same ilk, um, I did find a, a super poppy uh, pop love song. It's called Miracle Drug by Dan Vapid and the Cheats off oh. the album 2. Um, I love this song. It's just like, it's super cheesy, um, but like super catchy and like the melody's rad. And it's like one of those songs that you put on and like the second it's done, you hit replay. Like it's just... It's one of those you can just listen to over and over and over and over again. Awesome. Yeah, I like that a lot. Song. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that pop punk feel. And good, I'm gonna good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with an album that just came out. Uh and it's the real sickies quarantine oh, nice. album. Have did you, you like this? this album? I I did listen to it, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was pretty clever that they put out something so quick. Like it was like two weeks after. I know, and they were on tour. Like their their tour got cut short because of this whole thing. Like they were out Crazy. with Real McKenzie's, I think. Anyway, um, I just think some of the best pop punk love songs are like silly ones, and this is filled with silly love songs. So totally. Uh, I was going back and forth between picking them, Robot Bachelor, Chicks Dig It, and then I just decided to go with Real Sickies. Um, if you're not familiar with them, they're from Edmonton, and they wrote this album during this uh, quarantine period. So the song is called Doing My Time With You. 
And All right. I just like the claps in it a lot. There's a lot of any song with claps is a <laughs> pop punk song with claps or like, which is funny because if like if you've ever been to a show with me, I'm like the guy that would never clap. With, yeah, you know, like or like your hands in the pocket kind of guy. Yeah, I'd never clap at a show. Like never. not like like I'll clap. I was like, uh, good job, clap, but never like the claps to like, hey everybody, let's clap along. You'll never see me do it. <laughs> what if they say like, get your hands in the air? No. Nope. No, no, I'm not like what guy. if you were at a naughty by nature concert? No, nope, no, hip, and hip. they were playing hip hop hooray. No, nope. and the whole place has got their arms swinging. I've, I've been that guy where like the, the band's like that guy's not doing it. No way. Yeah, really? I can't, I can't remember where that was. And I was like, eh, and you didn't you didn't cave? Dude, you know me. I'd never cave. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I just don't I mean, like I do it. know you, but like at the same time, I feel like I don't like it, it surprises when it surprises me that you wouldn't cave. I don't like when it's forced. Like if right. everyone was doing it, just like got along. But when, a, especially when a band's like, all right, everybody clap your hands. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. This looks like some sort of like. <laughs> I like how you change your voice when you do it. Yeah. Well, I've never right, been everybody. <laughs> clap your hands everybody that's how all singers sound to me when they're live and they're trying to do their singing thing that's amazing i yeah. love it yeah anyway do it one more time let's let's do let's do our our song choices that way okay all Ready? right miracle drug by dan vapid in the cheats and real sickies with doing my time with you <laughs> Oh, miracle drug 
already regret it. Yeah. I regret every part of that. I regret nothing <laughs> and everything. <laughs> All right. We're up to four, Mike. Can you believe let's, we're at four already? Let's keep rolling. Yeah. What comes after three? Four. That's right. You haven't lost anything, Mike. You're still the same guy. You still have the same knowledge. Just call me Coolio. <laughs> I'm on a fantastic voyage. Wow. Slide, slide, slippity slide. Is that that song? Yeah, probably. Come along. Yeah, yeah. I think so. His other one's like one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's he has little... a song about safe sex. I can't remember which one that one was. And then in Dangerous Minds, dude. Don't forget about Dangerous oh, yeah, Minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, classic. I saw him yeah. do that on Howard Stern. And they had like the guy like, it's been the most of my life. That guy in there too. <laughs> it was awesome watching like the hook guy sing. Yeah, well, like live. Well, the rapper's right there too. You know, like, I mean, I haven't been to a lot of rap shows. I've, I've never been, been to a rap. To any actually. But I've like seen like local rap artists like play a show and it's it's always not very good like <laughs> it's it's the mix is always off you know like the, and it just feels like it's not on beat and like i don't know like it's i feel like that's a genre of music that's like better left for like you know the record uh yeah i mean i've never been to one so i can't say no i can't say either i can't say for sure i just know the little bit that I've seen and it was awkward. Awkward oh. for everybody. Here's my number four pick, Mike. I'm going to give it to you right now. Um, That's awkward. This is, a band, <laughs> this is a band that I thought I've had on here more than I have. I, I, f I found this thing called uh, control F on a Mac, mm -hmm. not, not command, but control F and it might be command. <laughs> Anyways, one of those two where you put it on, on a web page and like you can search that page like for, for keywords. Do you know that this existed? I did, I did not know this existed. <laughs> oh man, it's so awesome because like all our stuff's on the web page and I'd like scroll through because I don't want to repeat. Like I, I give a shit about that stuff on like some people on this podcast, but like... <laughs> That's, that's, uh, that was a low it blow. It took a second. It took no, a second. No, no, I was just shaking my head. I, I didn't know how to respond. It was, it was, it was a knockout punch that left you on your feet. Yeah. Is what it was. I love you. It's just, it's how I love Mike. You Ivan Drago'd me there. <laughs> um, anyways, you can do that. You can search for things and, uh, and it's way easier because we only have like three pages when it comes to the, the, the previous episodes. Ah. So anyways, I've only played this band two times in 57 episodes. I thought I'd played them much more. And funny enough, they both show up in like the fall or autumn episodes. Well, these guys are pretty versatile. They can do more than just fall and autumn, Mike. Let me tell you. This I'll band be the judge of that. is Lucero. Ah. And the song comes from the EP Texas and Tennessee. Uh, the band's the band. Well, I already told you the band, Mike. The song is called Breathless Love. And I just love this song. It's like very different from, I would say, the majority of their music. Um, but it's got like big horns in it. It's got this great piano in it. And it's just this really earnest love song um, that I that I really love. Excellent. It's a love song that I love, Mike. Yeah, well, you got to love a love song. Breathless love. 
Ah. Have you so, recovered from the one, two I gave you or yeah. more than just the one? I, got, I guess. I've caught my breath. <laughs> You're I'm, not breathless. I'm not breathless. Okay. Breath, breathless love sounds like it could be like yacht rock though. Hey, like it sounds yacht like it rock. could Yeah. Like yeah. it sounds like it could be like, um, who's the dude that sings the Top Gun song? Uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. <laughs> sounds like it could be a Kenny Loggins song. I think of like the first thing that pops into my head is breathless Mahoney from Dick that. Tracy. I never liked Dick Tracy. No? No. Nah. I watched it recently. It doesn't really stand up. It's <laughs> it's pretty like it's pretty visually interesting, but like the story's pretty meh. Anyways, yeah. Madonna played Breathless Mahoney. Oh. Yeah. Well little trivia for you, Mike. Oh, interesting, interesting. Uh I'm gonna go to my next song. All right. Why don't <laughs> done, you do I'm that? Done, done talking about Dick Tracy and Flathead or whatever whoever else Flat is. Flat top. In it. Flat, flat top. top, not flat, flat head. Yeah, whatever. that's a screwdriver, Mike. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna go with a hot Mulligan song. And since we talked about ah. them, I don't have to. I don't have to talk too much about them because we did talk about them a little bit. Well, uh, I talked about them. Did you agree with the things that I said? Yes, I do agree. Oh, okay. Um, and I did say that they would. Their album's probably gonna be in my top five of the year. I think you or did say top that. 10, top ten, top five. There's a lot of claims made. Top thirty. Well, it'll be there for sure. Uh, <laughs> and the song is called I Fell in Love with Princess Peach, which came out in 2016 on a compilation, uh, but they've re-released it. So I'm not really sure if it was originally, if this is the compilation version or the re-release version, but uh, yeah, I was just, when I started listening to them last, I think I found out about them last year and I just started going through stuff and I heard the song and I thought it fit. Uh, it's pretty, uh, it's got that whole self-pity trope that emo songs have and uh, that works with love songs sometimes. It's a good title for a song too. Is it like, is it about Princess Peach or is that just no. the name of the song? It's just the name of the song. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, that's a bit weird. Right? Unless he's like, got a, like an anime fetish or a video game fetish. I mean, I'm not here to judge. No, no, we're not the judge. We're not the, even the jury, Mike. No, I mean, some, just pe- a couple of- some people are really into Toad. Oh, fuck. I'm out. I'm You're out. out. You're out. Breath- right. Breathless love, Lucero, and Hot Mulligan. I fell in love with Princess Peach. Yeah. 
I do what I can, but it's chemical. Just some things you can't change Like the color of your eyes Or how your hair parts to one side Naturally Please don't tell me to change I'm more than content living this way And I hope someday that you will feel the same back hey look i stole your stuff you you insult me you insult toad and now i'm gonna steal your uh intro toad's bit. the worst toad's yeah, the worst that's all i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that you know what's not the worst is your shirt you're wearing Thanks, a bad buddy. cop bad cop shirt it's very nice yeah, it's brand new i got it in yeah. the mail mail's really we... started to slow down have you noticed that like getting stuff in the mail yeah like are you ordering anything I'm trying not to order too much. It's it's been really weird. Like I ordered some stuff on Amazon and they told me it was going to be two weeks and it came in a day. And then I ordered something from, uh, I ordered a Degrassi book from Joey. <laughs> and oh, it wow. said it was gonna, said it was going to be here in a couple days and it's been like a week. That Someone totally sounds like Joey. Fucking Joey. He's probably Fucking banging Jeremiah. Caitlin right now. Hanging out Jeez. with, what's her name? Tessa Campanelli. Yeah. Yeah, he probably got Tessa to mail it. Who knows what she did? She's probably throwing spaghetti at Yick or something. Yick. I always like Yick. Yick was cool, man. Yick's an underrated... in the beginning. He's an underrated character in the whole thing. He is. He's a dark horse for sure. He's a pretty cool guy in the whole thing. No. Not when he was friends with Arthur. There was nothing cool about Yick. No, he was way cooler than Arthur. He was just down... No, he's... Here's my logic on Yick and Arthur. At least he hung out with Arthur as long as he could. <laughs> like he didn't ditch <laughs> Arthur until like until he was like stuck. He's like, fuck, you but know then what? He had Arthur, to leave. Arthur, he you're had to not go. getting it. Arthur, you're not getting any cooler. You're not smoking pot with me and that other guy. Yeah. Who's who's the other guy that Yick smokes pot with? Dwayne? No. Claude? No. He's I like don't know. Shane's buddy. Oh, whatever. Let's we're going. We're going. We're off BLT? tangent here. 
No. <laughs> Which is probably the worst character name I've ever heard. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. You were uh, saying that you have only started listening to, you're not listening to singles anymore before albums come out. I'm trying not to. Right. It's, like, it's, it's a discipline, Mike. Like, you know, an addict, so like I'm trying not to put myself in bad situations. I try right. not to put myself in too many of these bad situations. I'm, I've cheated a little bit. I mean, right. we all fall off a little bit, but I'm really right. trying. And the bad cop, bad cop, I did not listen to because I'm waiting for the album. Yeah, it, it changes the way the album is presented if you listen to the singles prior to. Yeah, I get it. I think before I used to get jazzed and stuff like on comps and things, and then I'd be like super jazzed about the album. But nowadays, I think, I think you might be right on this one. I'm you're gonna... older, you're wiser, you're coming around. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So before we start on the last pick, I think I should say thank you to some people. All right. Do you think I should say thanks? Probably. I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do. Moke does what Moke does, right? We learned that at, in the first section of this podcast tonight. I've always known it. I just follow my heart. And my heart <laughs> says, thank you. You know who I'm saying thank you to? Not you, Nate. No. You've been mean this episode. No, you've been mean. really mean this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, picked up and listened to us after a little hiatus. Um, and anyone that sent in a list, it was pretty cool. We got a lot of responses on this one. Uh, thanks to everyone who sent in photos of what they've been doing during self-isolation. It really made for an inter interesting Instagram post thing. It was kind of fun to put a personal touch to the lists. I don't know if you caught that when I was posting them, Nate, or not. Oh, I caught it. I caught yeah. it real good, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank you all for listening and for interacting with us. Uh, hopefully, on this episode, we'll get some cool lists, too, and keep it going, and tell your friends about us. Follow us on on uh, Instagram, and join a, or uh, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, or listen however you want to listen. But, uh, yeah, maybe tell a friend about us. Um, and if you have some extra money to toss around, we have a couple of new designs and for shirts and stuff like that on TeePublic and Threadless. And TeePublic has now made masks with our design. And their plan is to donate one medical grade mask for each one sold. So if you're interested in that and helping us out, you can go to their site and get one of our masks. Uh, don't feel obligated. I know everyone's got their own things going on right now and Personally, for me, I'd rather you support our bands and give some bands some money. But if you're feeling generous, we'll, uh, we could use it too to pay for some of this stuff. But don't feel pressure. And like I said, I'd uh, support the band, support the people you love, and support yourselves. Um, and you can remember to check us out on our website, highfives.ca, at Instagram at High Fives Podcast, Facebook, or email us. Or if you're really daring, join the WhatsApp chat to discuss all sorts of riveting things. Um, if you're looking for another podcast, check out the My Age podcast, which is hosted by Joel, who interacts with us quite a bit. Uh, he's got a lot of great guests, so they go through uh, the albums that shape their lives. And most important, stay safe, stay cool, and be excellent to each other. Oh, you're supposed to save that to the end. Oh. You can do it twice? I can do it twice. All right. All right. There's no rules. Good thank like you. Said, yeah. What's your last pick, Nate? Last pick is, uh, I'm just going to get to it. Last well, you pick just is, get to it. is Sleepwalkers by Brian Fallon. Off the album, Sleepwalkers. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. 
of all time. Yeah. One of my favorite That's, songs of all time. And you know why? It's because the best love songs are the ones that you actually live. Those ones where like, you feel like, was this like, is this song just like, not written for me, but like it is speaking to me. Like it becomes almost a narrative. So this song, I actually, I actually lived and there are some great lyrics in it. Talks the story is talking about a guy that's with a girl and the guy that's watching this from, from the sidelines who wants the girl. He just sees this other guy taking her for granted, you know? And he's just like, what's this about? So yeah, everything's just like a dream in this song. And then, you know, that's that's where that's where he sees her in this song. It's like it's movie like romance, Mike. It's it's a it's a great song. It's a great love song. One of my favorite songs. That's that's cool. I there you go. I, I can't even picture it in my head, so I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um well now my song's gonna sound a little I don't have as much interesting stuff to say about my song now Nate. that's okay it's not a comp it's not a contest I didn't, I didn't live this but uh <laughs> it's a great song so you're gonna get stuck with it okay let's hear <laughs> uh, it uh the, the band is the planet smashers excellent and the song is called break my neck a love song and i figured i had to hit the joel the joel scott quota on this episode because we didn't uh or we did last time maybe have a scott song yeah, I think so. Have, yeah, we might have had it. Did you have Hepcat on the last one? I did. And yeah. I had Suicide Machines. Yes. Uh, I originally cut this from the list, but then it got stuck in my head all weekend, so I had to go back and put it on. So, Love it's, it. It's a perfect Smasher song. It's upbeat, silly, but not too silly. Similar to like your pants before you started the show. Yeah. You didn't have them on, but then you realized maybe I should put them on, so you just went and put them on. But then I took my hoodie off for you. Yeah, that's true. Sleepwalkers, Brian Fallon, and Planet Smashers, Break My Neck, a love song off too much information. Thanks to everybody for listening. Stay safe, stay cool, and be excellent to each other. Just a tiny minute I'm afraid I'm going crazy again Could you spare me a little perspective? See, I'm having all these visions, Ma But I don't want you to worry And there's this girl that I must have been wild about And some long-distance point in my history And I saw her last night with a handsome young man She was growing to me and she growing to him And Mama, she was famous in my dreams Designed with the same electricity humming 
And I saw her last night with a handsome young man She was perfect to me and she perfect to him And mama, she was famous in my dreams
It's Moke. That's what they say I am. (laughs) (laughs) You really dropped the ball on that introduction. I like gave you a chess pass and you just like watched it hit the ground. Yeah, that was a, that was a, not a good, uh, not a good receiver. I don't know. No, no, no. I told you I was 100% ready to record and now you've got me all messed up. (laughs) You want to try it again? Nah, 